Welcome to the Coaching Focus podcast. I'm Trayton Vance, CEO and founder of Coaching Focus. I've been coaching for over 25 years, and I wanted to share that experience and those lessons learned with you. I will converse with fellow coaches, chief executive officers, senior leaders, and HR professionals to bring you insight into how coaching is being used, the current thinking around coaching, and new ideas that will hopefully ignite your thinking and help to facilitate coaching for a better tomorrow. First of all, let's set the context. I think you would agree that there's been huge amounts of change, both socioeconomic and political changes, and that's impacting the world of work and the workforce. And just stop and think. At the moment within the workforce, we have five generations which is a vast difference in diversity of ways of operating and ways of thinking. So what I'm noticing when working with organizations is that every organization and leaders on a journey of adapting their leadership models, their values, their strategies, and their leadership style to ensure that it can align to and be fit for purpose for this new world. And for me, this journey's just started for many. And this is the journey that we're going to explore. So in this podcast, we're going to cover three core elements. We're going to start to unpick and understand the new world challenges and what this means for leaders. We're going to start to understand the term power and empowerment in leadership and the psychological impact that this can have on individuals. And then we're going to understand why coaching rather than managing as a default leadership style is required. And I go even further than that, not just required, but demanded if organizations and leaders are going to be successful in this new way of operating. So let's start with the first point, this new world, the reality of today. We are now living in some of the most disruptive times in history. The fourth industrial revolution is upon us, and I think people forget that. There's a whole change of the way in which we're working and the way in which organizations are now operating. In addition to the fourth industrial revolution, we've got a global pandemic that's a profound impact on many and the ways that we operate, hybrid ways of working, for example, climate concerns and the ESG agenda is a reality, cost of living crisis for many, and sadly, a war currently in Europe. When you look at all those things, the pace and impact of this change is phenomenal, and it shows no sign of slowing down. Leaders find themselves today challenged as never before, and therefore new ways of leading and new styles of leading are required. What does this new world mean? Well, we're now living in a digitally and technologically led world. AI is all around us. Old practices and old ways that we used to do things in the old world are now mostly irrelevant, and people need to find new practices and new ways of operating. Talent attraction, engagement, and retention will be critical to sustainable success. You know, I'm sure you've all heard of the great resignation and people moving and being more mobile in the way that they move from one role to the next and one organization to the other. People will demand empowerment and they will start to, if they haven't already, push back against authority. More on empowerment as we go through this podcast. Human skills or what some might call soft skills will be invaluable and will need to be key for success for many organizations and certainly for leaders. And better ways of communicating, being more open-minded and exponential rather than linear thinking will be required. 
This will then lead to a requirement to be agile, flexible, and adaptable in the ways that individuals and leaders work. And in operating in these ways will be the norm. And there's going to be a shift from organizational growth to personal growth and well-being, more of a one-to-one. It's about me rather than the organization. And leaders need to be aware of this and accommodate that in their style and approach. So what do all these changes mean for leaders? It's interesting from last year, 2022, the top trends identified by research done by Gartner identified that hybrid ways of working are driving business transformation. Not surprising with the pandemic and other changes that have happening. So leaders will need to be supporting individuals through that transition. So before where change was done at an organizational level, now change is happening for individuals and leaders will need to manage not just the strategic changes, but the personal changes and helping people transition to those new ways of working. There'll be more new skills that are needed as we move forward and need to operate differently in this new world. So leaders will need to act as individual developers of their people. They'll need to coach, mentor, train on a one-to-one rather than that going through to a centralized HR function. Workforce health is also being eroded and individuals are feeling the pain of those changes and the levels of anxiety and stress that that may bring. So leaders will need to play a role in supporting individuals through well-being and signposting and supporting in the relevant way. The other change that was seen in 2022 was that employees were wanting to feel understood and valued more than ever before. And they also wanted not only to be feeling valued and understood, to to be empowered. They wanted to have that power. Now, the paradox of that is that they didn't know what to do with it when they got it. And again, this brings in another challenge for leaders and for those that you are leading. And the fifth trend that was seen in 2022 was a mounting pressure on diversity, equality, inclusion. So leaders will need to understand how to leverage that diversity, utilize that diversity, not just in in gender, uh, ethnic backgrounds, but also in neurodiversity and understanding how to manage and lead and bring alive those different ways that people have and wanting to and need to operate. Well, all of those trends happening last year, what are the priorities moving forward into 2023? Well, again, by Gartner, there's some interesting research that showed 60% of senior HR leaders are prioritizing leadership effectiveness as their core priority as they move through into 2023. And what we're noticing with that leadership style and that requirement to develop that new, new way for leaders is three core areas. Leaders will need to be more authentic. They need to act with purpose, with values. And they need to enable a true self-expression to be really authentic for themselves and for their teams. The third key area will be levels of empathy, not sympathy, but empathy where we understand the other party's world and we can relate to the challenges that they're facing. The challenge that we face as leaders, we're also having those own challenges ourselves. So not only have we got to deal with those ourselves and self-care, but we've also got to be empathetic to others and show genuine care and respect and concern for employee well-being. And the final element which you'll see come through as a strong skill set and area that leaders will need is around being adaptive, being able to flex their own emotions and flex their decisions and support that and with the unique needs of their own team members and the people and stakeholders that they operate with. 
So I think what you'll see as we come through into this new world, that leadership will become more human centric. So human leadership will be the new approach. What does that mean in simple terms? I think you're going to see more focus on the human element of human resources. I think gone are the time where people will look at you as a, as a human being, as a, as a resource. It's now as a human. And I think you'll see a shift from human doing. It's not just about doing a task. It's about being, enjoying the journey, understanding the journey, being able to notice those things and be and adjust and be more adaptable. You're going to see a shift from a style from command and control to be more connected and collaborative and working more effectively as human beings rather than just as a machine or a system. And then what you're going to see is less management and more coaching because all of those factors that I've outlined will require the skills of coaching rather than management. Look at that shift from management to coaching and why that is so important and relevant in the next 12 months or so. So when I work with organizations, uh, we use the term line manager. A line manager is someone who has someone reporting into them. Already you can listen to the authoritative tone of that language. And I always say that a line manager wears three hats. They wear a leadership hat, a management hat, and a coaching hat. But interestingly, when I ask which hat they wear most, people say that they wear their management hat 70 to 80% of the time. So although they should be wearing those three hats, and they agree with me, those three hats are the ones they should be wearing, the default setting is always the management hat. Think about that. If people are wearing their hat, their management hat, 80% of the time, then they're using the authority and the power 80% of the time and therefore disempowering others to enable them to play their best game. So let's unpick those three things. The first hat is the leadership hat. For me, leadership is about giving direction. It's about setting the vision, the mission, the strategy. It's about um, outlining that strategic intent, the direction that you want them to go. So if you like the what of the game that we're asking them to play. But also, people will now start questioning, and I think this has always been around, but people will start to question this even more. Why do you want me to do that? It's not just about the bottom line. It's about more than that. I need to understand what that more is. So in simple terms, leadership is about articulating a game worth playing. Then we go to the management hat. Management hat and the coaching hat are both about how we get that game to be played, how we deliver on that game. So when you're wearing your management hat, what you'll be doing is outlining the how through processes, policies, targets, KPIs, all those things that I'm sure you've got plenty of within your organization. But by doing that, what you're doing is you're using the organization's authority, which the organization has given you, by the way, by making you a manager. But by using that authority, you're asking people to work by the rules of the game. So whenever you're wearing your management hat, you are asking people to align to the rules of the game. And your role is there to make sure they align to those rules. So in simple terms, we've got the leadership hat, articulating game worth playing. We've got the management hat, the rules of the game. And then the final hat that people, from my own experience, wear the least is the coaching hat. And in simple terms, coaching is around helping individuals to play their best game because they're clear on the what and the why. 
and they're also understanding the rules and the boundaries of the game. It's the role of the line manager then to support the individual to play that best game. And when I'm playing my best game, I need that freedom. I need that power. I need the choice to be able to think for myself. And by thinking for myself, I can be more creative, innovative. And when I find that I know the answer, not only do I create brilliant ideas, but I also build up my own confidence and my knowledge of how to do things. But interestingly, a lot of line managers aren't skilled or don't understand how to coach effectively. And what I'm not saying here is that the coaching hat is the answer. I'm not saying that at all, because at the heart of those three hats, if you like that Venn diagram, is performance. And I call this model of leadership, management and coaching, you know, the three-legged stool of performance, because you need, as, a, as an effective line manager, as an effective leader, you need all three hats. You need to know when to lead. You need to know when to manage. You need to know when to coach. What I've noticed and what I'm certainly seeing in um, speaking and getting quality of data from many leaders that I work with is that they tend to use the management hat as a default. And because it's a comfortable hat, they don't know how to take it off. So they're constantly managing. They're constantly using their authority. They're constantly disempowering people. The challenge that I put to line managers is that when you go into work, don't wear your management hat because that's your default. You're comfortable in wearing that. When you go into work, become skilled and learn how to wear your coaching hat. And your coaching hat should be your default. Because when you see a time when you need to put your management hat on to use your authority and power, you will be able to do that very easily. So you'll be able to take your coaching hat on, put your management hat on, deal with that situation. But then what you should be doing is putting your coaching hat back on. From my experience, most people go in with their management hat and find it hard to put the coaching hat on when they see a coachable moment, when there's an opportunity to enable someone to play their best game. So a simple tip is when you're wearing your hat, always go in with your coaching hat and put your management hat on when you need to do that. In summary, what we're finding is that we need to move away from a style of leadership management to a place of leadership coaching, where we're enabling people to have the power to think for themselves. We have the skills to be able to raise people's awareness and to build that confidence that they know the answer and that they can make the right decision without coming and asking you to someone they perceive with having that authority and experience. And if we can develop that new way of leading within the new world, then I think organizations and individuals will be successful in operating in this challenging time ahead. Thank you for listening. And as always, all the resources and links mentioned can be found on our website, as can other podcasts. If you want to connect to discuss anything you've heard today or how you can use coaching for a better tomorrow, then please do get in touch.